Welcome to Seeing Double. I'm your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm Stephanie Kretz. Previously on Seeing Double, we covered clones, but this time we're covering alternate universes, or wish-verses, as it were. (laughs) That was my Giles voice, sort of. I love it. He sounds much more beautiful when you do it. Thank you. Yeah, so this week we're talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is probably my favorite show of all time. So uh, there are several episodes that cover doubles of some kind, but we're going to start with The Wish, which is from season three, episode 10. Nope. Nine. It's nine. (laughs) Because I looked at 10 and I'm like, this isn't called The Wish. My bad. That one's gingerbread, I think. Probably. I don't. It didn't commit that to memory. I used to know all the episode names in order because I'm an insane person. I guess you're just out of practice. I am. It's been a while. But I did just recently watch almost all of season five, but I had to stop at a certain episode that's too depressing to go on, so. Ah, uh, yes. The tearjerker. The body. Yeah. I was like, nope. Can I'm I, done now. Can I set the scene on this episode? Of course. Well, I used to do previously. Oh, do your previously. So, previously on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um... A very drunk Spike had recently come back to Sunnydale after his sire and girlfriend Drusilla broke up with him. He kidnapped both Willow and Xander, both of whom were dating other people at the time. Xander's dating Cordelia, Willow is dating Oz, and due to the sexy kidnapping scenario, they end up smooching. But not for the first time, of course. They had been secretly smooching for a few episodes now. Anyway, Cordelia and Oz walk in on the smooch fest in, uh, intending to rescue them, but you know, end up with that nice little scene instead. Yeah, well, really, that's all. Because I did watch this episode to get yes. some backstory. And I must say, I put all that blame on, what's his name? Oz? No. Spike? Spike, yes. I put that, because <laughs> he, he left them with what looked like a very comfortable bed. He did. He left them in their former hangout, which was the basement of the factory, I believe. Right? Yeah, I yeah, think that's the correct. factory. Okay. That's why it's all burnt. Because so, also... The season before that, it got burned. Okay. By a very, very angry Giles. Is that the factory was replaced by the bronze? Yes. Okay. So Cordelia is very upset by what she sees. Oz is too, but Oz is very, you know, taciturn, so he doesn't show any emotion really. But Cordelia runs away all upset, and then she crashes through the stairs that are all crappy because it's all burned, and a rebar skewers her through the chest, which seems to be a theme in things that I enjoy, such as Orphan Black also. Meanwhile, Buffy and Angel are having some drama. That's nothing really new. They always have some drama going on. They discovered they can't really be friends. They're kind of destined to always be in love with each other, and it'll never really work out, probably. Sad, sad state of affairs. Um, anyway, the Scoobies are all pretty sad and depressed at the beginning of this episode. Everyone's kind of single and ready to mingle or fight demons. I have one quick question. Yes. I didn't want to go back further and listen. Yes. Or watch, I should say. <laughs> wow. Um, but, uh, is the Xander Willow thing because of a spell or is it just that they have this attraction to each other? So Willow had a really big crush on Xander all throughout early season one and two. Right. And then Xander and Cordelia got together due to some other sexy, dangerous scenario that was going on. Okay. Um, so then 
And then Willow kept weirdly running into Oz everywhere. Like they would bump into each other. She would like one, at one point she has a ghost costume on. He doesn't even know who she is. Another time he's just like, who is that girl? Like every time he sees her, he's just so intrigued by her. And so they're just kind of brought together by the fates of the world. Who knows? And end so, up dating. So this is basically a love realized too late. Yes. I think mostly on Xander's side. Because like Willow kind of got over it because she was like, I'm going to date this nice werewolf guitarist named Oz. Oh, yeah. Oz is a werewolf, by the way. Yeah, I, I got that from the okay. episode I was watching. Okay, good. Just making sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, because I remember oh, that's from right, season one. Oh, sniffing the air and he's like yeah. trying to find their scent in the episode They're over before here. that. Yeah. But no, I... um. I remember from season one that uh, Xander was d- trying to get Willow to hook him up with Buffy because he was interested in Buffy in yes. season one. So basically Willow's just watching her best friend Xander. They've known each other since they were like five. So it's been a weird little thing. They've it's just usually been the two of them. So I think it was just kind of natural that one of them was in love with the other one. And then so things got weird and then they ended up getting smoochy. Cool. Thanks for filling that backstory in yeah, for me. Of course. Anytime. Now, now are we ready for the opening Let's scene? Let's go for the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved how this episode opened. Please tell me about it. This episode opens <laughs> on a pan of lush green garden with birds tweeting in the background. <laughs> it was so, it was just like. So magical. It like was Disney, magical. Like a yeah. Disney uh, princess story. Yep. And then you, after that nice, beautiful and, 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 and just gorgeous pan with the with the beautiful, calming, tweeting birds, you come across Buffy being strangled against a tree off of the ground by a demon who kind of looks gross, like... slimy, tentacle, no yeah. face, really. Yeah, it's kind of Cthulhu-ish. Yeah, very Cthulhu-ish. Cthulhu? Cthulhu? I have no idea how to I didn't mean to, to like, sound it. like I was correcting you. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I think I always say Cthulhu. I've heard Cthulhu. I've heard Cthulhu. <laughs> I should probably look it up on the a website and see how they say it's pronounced. If only... We could just ask Cthulhu, Cthulhu himself or herself. We can't because the spaghetti monster has him locked up in a dungeon somewhere. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Buffy is just being strangled and she's right. like, and Nerf, Nerf, Nerf. Yes. And Willow's like, what? <laughs> oh, nice. Such so- <laughs> a classic joke. <laughs> and so she tosses Buffy the knife. Buffy stabs demon, demon dead. Can I uh, throw one more little detail in there? Yes, of course. I did notice that Xander was like knocked out on the ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> poor Xander. Usually that's what that's Giles's job usually to get knocked out really? real early on. <laughs> there's like there's several jokes throughout the season. I think Cordelia at one point is like waking him up and she's like, "Geez, how many times have you been knocked out? Like, do you have like a concussion or something?" <laughs> so good. Um, my favorite part of that is they're just staring at the dead demon and Willow's like, isn't he going to go poof? Because <laughs> yes. they're used to slaying the vampires who just They are. Disappear. And that's another good line from Buffy I really enjoyed. She's like, uh, she's like, that makes you kind of really appreciate vampires because no fuss, no fuss, no muff. No fuss, no muss. Muss, muss. It's muss. It's muss. Well, you know, it was standard definition. It <laughs> no was hard muff. for me to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I typed muss and it auto-corrected because it was on my phone. Yeah, that's probably true. You never know. Um, but yeah, so this is just, I guess, their Sunday. Their plans for Sunday were just hanging out in the park and fighting demons because Xander's like, I do not have any plans today. And because he's been trying to get a hold of Cordelia after, you know, she got stabbed or rebarbed, whatever. 
technically stabbed. Same difference. Something something poked her really yeah, hard. True. Uh, he said he's left 60 or 70 messages, which <laughs> yes. like, calm down, buddy. <laughs> I did laugh about that. <laughs> he goes from, I cannot stress enough <laughs> how I have nothing to do today. Yeah. And then Buffy's like, well, did, did you leave her? Was it Buffy? Somebody asked him if they left him a message. He's like, yeah, I left a few. Mm-hmm. 60 or 70. 70. Yeah, and Willa's all excited because school's on Monday, and so she's going to see, see Oz probably and try and make it up to him. I don't know. I think that both of them are expecting this like quick fix. And it's like, you guys, you were smooching other people and you're in relationships. It's not going to be a quick fix. Yeah, well, Xander craftily made it their fault. Of course. Yeah, yeah this the- is my favorite line. He was just like... Okay, we kissed, but I knew that was the absolute last time we were going to kiss. And Will's like, darn tootin'. <laughs> and he's like, and they burst in rescuing us without even knocking. I mean, that's really all their fault. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, and then my favorite Buffy line is, your logic does not resemble our Earth logic, which I say all the time to Nick, probably, because <laughs> he's nice. my Xander. Okay. Uh, the Xander's my Buffy. I like it. Nick's going to be like our weird non-third person because we talk about him every episode you know it's it, you, he's just in our life what he can we do from afar or and stacy is like our fourth non-person because we talk about her too it's true <laughs> our biggest fans <laughs> um anyway so then we go to cordelia's bedroom which fun fact this is the only time we ever see cordelia's bedroom in the entire show really yeah not counting when she goes to angel and has her own apartment Whoa. This is the only time you get a glimpse into the room of Cordelia. Would have never known. That's just a fun fact I looked up. <laughs> and she's cutting up a photo of her and Xander and some other peeps, which I didn't. She's pay reenacting the craft. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I thought she was trying to do like a spell or something, but she's just burning it. Well, before she burns it, she actually cuts the piece of xander's head off Mm -hmm. if that doesn't say something about how hurt she is she's very sad while listening to all of his desperate messages which they don't really sound that sad he's just like hey cordy give me a call yep what's up cordy hope you're doing okay hope we can talk give me a call call me back xander (laughs) be a little bit sad (laughs) then we bust into the theme song of the opening credits okay we don't need to do that (laughs) we don't it's true we don't need to do that we don't need to but should we no we shouldn't probably not we'd have to pay for it oh yeah that was five seconds don't sue us nerf herder that's the name of the band okay fun fact (laughs) thank you i wasn't just making a random star wars joke (laughs) i thought you were making a random star wars joke (laughs) so willow's waiting for oz to show up she's like staring at his locker and buffy's like also girl chill out and then Cordelia is on her way to school, first time post-injury, and damn, is she fine. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. <laughs> that leather outfit. Oh, man, burgundy oof. leather. She's got, like, this <sighs> dark lipstick on. She's... I may have written a description. <laughs> oh, yeah? I'm, I'm, well, you know, well, it did, it did, I, well, I did not. Well, I, I said <laughs> leather skirt and jacket with black heels. But before yes. that, I had put that, you know. I put hot as hell in all caps. I wrote, damn. With a million L's. <laughs> I think Cordelia appreciates our enthusiasm. She probably, well, yeah, because she listens to the podcast religiously. Obviously. <laughs> she's, she's our other fan. <laughs> you know, and that's right after we're watching Willow stalk Oz's locker, mm-hmm. which was kind of funny. 
Yes. And I also enjoy the rock and roll music that accompanies her, her like sports car exit. Well, it was, it was uh, well-deserved with yes. that look. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Smoking. Smoking. So she runs into her faux BFF, Harmony, who, Brad, you might not know, but Harmony um, becomes a vampire later on in the series. No, you're joking. You serious? Are you being serious? And then, and then she goes and works with Angel. Yes. Yes, but I know Harmony. first she dates Spike for a while. Even though I couldn't remember her name. But yeah, <laughs> I, I knew Harmony. But yeah. It, I had to wait until they said her name halfway oh, through this episode yeah. to remember her name, yes. which is weird, considering I own many Harmony remotes. <laughs> Good story. <laughs> um, I like her much better as a vampire. Yeah, I think she was much better as a vampire, too. I don't like her little snotty attitude she has. Yeah. But she has a new friend named Anya, and this is, I guess this is not really a fun fact. This is just, like, obvious. This is the first time we ever meet Anya, who later becomes a series regular. Yep. Because she was so awesome in the show. She was so awesome. Um, Harmony is very mean to Cordelia. And she's like, hey, we want you to get back on the horse. And Cordelia's like, I'm ready to ride. And she's like, I have just the stallion for you. And then it's poor Jonathan. And he looks so confused. Yeah. And he was drinking from a big glug The cup. biggest big glug ever. Yeah. And, and she said he wouldn't cheat on her. For a while, at least, mm-hmm. and they giggle and walk away. But I must point out that it's kind of wrong of her to introduce, try to introduce her to him to Cordelia, considering that he needs to go on and then date uh, Paris Geller and Gilmore Girls later in his life. This is true, but he has to become a villain on Buffy for a season first, and then okay. he will go do that. <laughs> then he becomes a new newspaper editor. <laughs> exactly. Um, I guess spoiler alert: Jonathan becomes a villain. Whatever. He also has a really good episode in season four where he transforms the entire town into thinking he is the most amazing human ever, which that, is, I feel like, a spell we would all, we could all use every now and then. I think so, unless it goes horribly wrong, like on Rick and Morty. I mean, it went horribly wrong on Buffy, so. Well. Oh. Because he, he created a demon as an accompany, accom, accompaniment to his spell, Ooh. or like a result, like a cause and effect. Nice. And so, like, the demon was started terrorizing people, and then the more you kill the demon, the less his spell is affected i can't say words <laughs> weird i'll have to watch this episode it's, it's been a, a good while. episode i was thinking about maybe doing it because it's like a kind of an alternate reality but i don't know we'll because see. everybody's in love with him yes. or likes him and buffy is like oh my god and he's like the best fighter ever and buffy's really stupid and like is really bad at fighting <laughs> which is kind of funny <laughs> she's really bad at quipping it's because like, she's just too distracted uh-huh. well she's like runs into spike and she's like yeah shut up you big blonde stupid guy just and it's just bad anyway where were where was i where were we no we're getting to where willow's gonna oh, confront yes. oz willow is all awkward as she tries to apologize to oz but he doesn't want to hear anything and you know i can't really blame him yeah well he also said you already told me this yeah, and, and then he drops the bomb on her. He does, which is a very because Oz is wise as hell, and he doesn't talk much. But when he does say things, they are very poignant. Which is, I wrote it down in case well, that, you didn't. But you know, because all lycanthropes are very wise. I mean, it's let's true. be honest. <laughs> They're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're very wise. So Oz tells Willow, "I can't help feeling like the reason you want to talk is so you can feel better about yourself, but that's not my problem." Boom, mic drop. And then he walks away. He does. And, you know, she probably did want to feel better about her own I mean, pretty much. She's a dirty little cheater. So is Xander. Yep. Sorry, guys, but you are. Freud would want to know about her mother. 
Well, her mom is a piece of work, let me tell you. <laughs> if you watch the next episode, I'm pretty sure her mom's in it. <laughs> I did I did not continue on past this episode because it took me so long to get through this episode. She but taking copious notes. Oh, oh, oh. That's an outdated witch fixing mm-hmm. fixer. I love that episode. Buffy and Buffy's mom and Willow's mom try to burn Buffy and Willow at the stake. It's That's good horrible. Times. That's not a good it's family It's a really outing. good episode, though. <laughs> I'm getting so distracted because I'm like, yay, Buffy, I'm going to talk about Buffy. (laughs) So anyway, Cordelia sees uh, Xander in the hallway. Yes. And she grabs John Lee. Some dude who looks like he's 40. (laughs) Yep. And she talks, asks him if she has something in her teeth and talks to him in such a fashion that from Xander's perspective, it looks like they're making out. Smoochy smooch. But that's not what's going on. And then uh, John kind of burns her a little bit. Cordelia. Yeah. He calls her Xander Harris's cast off, which uh, you'd be lucky to date Cordelia Chase. Thank you very much. Yeah, you would. I'm team Cordy right now. Team Cordy's great. I love her. I love her. her. I'm kind of sad that, well, I'm not going to go into that. Let's not. Because that happens way later in another part of the country. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But then he says he he wouldn't be opposed to talking to her if she wanted to, you know, get together in private. What a little shit. I hate him. Yeah. Yeah, You know, he's a typical jock. Gross. He's also 40. I shouldn't say he's a typical jock. He's the stereotypical jock. Yeah. That's the word I want to use. Stereotypical womanizing jock. Yep. So yeah, then she runs into Anya, who is very interested in Cordelia because she knows that she's just been burned by Xander Harris. Yep. And Cordelia tells her to dazzle her with her insult. Mm Mm-hmm. And Anya's like, eh, whatever. Harmony just follows me around. She thinks I'm cool. She's annoying. (laughs) That's another burn. This episode is full of a lot of burning. I mean, yeah. There's some good quippy burns all over the place. It's great. So they kind of bond over their hatred of harmony and fashion. And Anya notices, or sorry, Cordelia notices this pendant around Anya's neck. And she's like, oh, what is that, Gucci? And she's like, no, it's an actual old thing. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a good luck charm. Uh Uh-huh. So she's trying to get her to talk about Xander, but Cordelia's like, blah, I don't want to deal with it. Let's just go to the bronze. And so then they go to the bronze, and it's party time at the bronze. Yep, and Xander's being very awkward by laughing every time Cordelia laughs. I just, yeah. Cordelia's actually having a good time, and Xander's trying to pretend he's having a good time. (laughs) Buffy and Willow are just staring at him like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, they did not look like they were having a good time at all. It's very funny. And um, he's just like, come on, guys, let's, you know, try and support me here. And Buffy's like, I'm supporto gal, but. She feels weird about an us versus Cordelia thing. So they try to be happy, but it (laughs) doesn't work. (laughs) Yes. And they turn to what? Uh... She says, well, she's like, Buffy's like, we're young and free in America. How dare we be spun by love or lack of same? And then Will's like, yeah, I'm on the joy train. And they're all trying to, like, get pumped up. And then after a couple seconds, Buffy's like, that didn't work. Who wants chocolate? <laughs> it works every time. It does. Chocolate is the best. And then Xander's trying to confide in Willow. And he touches her hand. And Willow's Ooh. very, very, Scandalous. very... Well, they she... touch digits. They that's, t- what, that's what Xander calls it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, sounds like more sexual than it needs to be. That's horrible. <laughs> But Willow apparently is very, you know, she wants, she feels bad and she wants to get back together with Oz and she realizes how that physical contact is being, could be portrayed and she Mm -hmm. wants it like to end. She wants all her stuff for Oz. Oh yeah. Willow and Oz have not 
done the deed yet. Oh, I thought this was a family show. Oh, right. Sorry. I didn't know they bumped uglies and Sometimes Buffy. Sometimes people do it. <laughs> How do you think Angel lost his soul? I know. they. But they Perfect <sighs> happiness. They bump uglies. I get it. I know. It happens. Which, like, if Buffy has that skill, damn. Ooh. Wow. She can give you perfect happiness. And then steal your soul? Yeah. That's how, that's how he lost it. I don't know how that is perfect happiness. Because <laughs> I mean, if you're soulless. <laughs> no, it was. It's because. So the gypsies cursed him to always think about all the murders he committed. Oh. And if he experienced one moment of perfect happiness, he would lose his soul. That's horrible. Which is a really dumb curse. Yeah, it just puts him back to being horrible again. Right. It's a really stupid curse. So sex with Buffy and, you know, that good old O moment is what drives him over the edge. Mm. And apparently it was only sex with Buffy because later on there's several women who try to have sex with him and make him lose his soul. But because he's so in love with Buffy, she's the only one that can get him to achieve that perfect happiness. Seems like a bad curse. Like maybe they should have been like, you'll die. Right. But even then... He's dead, and that's like the end of this long, mm-hmm. there's just no good way it's to do this really, curse. It's a really dumb curse. Because there's no good one. No. This is why Buffy and Angel are doomed, because they can't do the deed all the time. They shouldn't have given him an out. I that's know. what it is, you know? You, you're cursed to relive all these horrible things for the rest of your life, and then, yeah. Well, Angel doesn't want to lose his soul, though, after he has it for a while. I know, but maybe, you know what? Maybe in magic you have to have an if-then thing. Yeah. And they were kind of forced to write it in there. It's possible. I think the gypsies were just mad and they just were like, this sounds really scary and we're just going to make this be the spell because he, his angel, like murdered their most precious daughter and like ate her by like eating her thigh. I don't know. It was a whole thing. They kind of go into more details on angel, but. Cool. Anyway. (laughs) So Buffy sees Cordelia leaving. I'm enjoying all of these like Buffy fact tangents. Grabbing her side, Cordelia's leaving the club and grabs her side so you can tell that even though she looks dressed to the nines and seems to be okay, there's a little pain there from a rebarring. Mm-hmm. And Buffy uh, sort of uh, chases to, her out the door. And tries to kind of talk to her about what's going on because, you know, uh, actually just the season before that, Buffy was acting like kind of a crazy, a bitka, as Xander would say. Mm-hmm. Or a B- <laughs> Willow spells B-I-T-C-H and Xander says a bitka. <laughs> um but she so cordy actually chases her out of the bronze at one point after buffy's re- being really mean to her friends and so it's kind of an interesting role reversal in this scene interesting and then cordelia just can't catch a break Mm-mm. neither can buffy because when she's trying <laughs> to have a nice moment some vamp's gotta come and ruin the day yeah and cordelia or buffy's fighting it and then it knocks cordelia into a big pile of garbage <laughs> yep and then as luck would have it who walks by harmony yep but after buffy killed the vampire slayed the vampire yeah it's true yeah buffy slays poof. the vampire it went poof no needing to dig a grave and bury it and and then harmony comes by and i left like, <laughs> and buffy's like oh, steak garbage yeah <laughs> <laughs> so sly she's my favorite secret identity person it's great <laughs> so yeah Cordelia kind of has this epiphany after she gets knocked into the garbage (laughs) and she has this great speech. Why do I get bitten by snakes? Why do I get impaled? Why do I fall for incredible losers? And you know, I think I finally figured it out what my problem is. It's Buffy Summers. That's when all my trouble started. (laughs) That's a cut scene back to Anya. Mm -hmm. 
classic old TV stuff. Good. Good TV. Yeah. yeah, it's good TV. I like it. And then Anya listens to her rant and for some reason gives her her necklace, which I was rewatching this today. And I was like, Anya, what are you doing? Why are you entrusting? Well, she says, here, take this. I think you need it more than I do. I know. But what we know about the necklace after the episode. Yeah. Like, why would you give Cordelia your. Maybe she had to. Power thing. No, she doesn't. Oh, she doesn't? That's not the rule of her power. Because we've seen this earlier. I, you just know later on <laughs> that... She needed it so that the rest of the episode could happen as it was meant to be. I know. Happen. I'm just getting mad at Anya for being so dumb. Don't you judge <laughs> the writer. I'm not judging the writer. I'm judging Anya <laughs> and her poor life demon choices. Okay, that's true. It was a poor demon choice. So, finally, she gets what she's wanted. What's why she's been befriending Cordelia. Cordelia finally makes her wish. Yep. I wish Buffy Summers had never come to Sunnydale. Yep. And Anya goes, done. (laughs) With the most hideous face you've ever seen. Excuse me, she's beautiful. She's a beautiful demon. Well, you know, she kind of went from looking beautiful to looking like, I don't know. um, She's a scary, veiny, good fairy. Yeah, there you go. Yes, when we come back. (laughs) She's skinny, scary. Skinny. Skinny, veiny. You've caught my disease. I have. (laughs) I'm no longer good with the words. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we come back from the commercial break. Yep. Oh, there was a commercial? (laughs) Totally missed it. Apparently. And Anya's gone. In the original version that I saw, there was a commercial break. <laughs> Cordelia notices she's no longer injured, which I thought was a nice little throwback to pre-wish. Oh, she she does that? When she, I totally didn't Yeah, she sort of grabs at her side and there's oh, no pain there. Oh, interesting. Good job. Oh, thank you. I took copious notes. I'm proud of you. It took me like two hours to watch this episode. That's how it is whenever I have to write one of my blog posts. Yeah. It takes me, it's like a four hour process, man. Oh, jeez. Um, a lot of pausing, a lot of rewinding. Pausing. Well, it, it also helps to put the captions on. Ah, hey. Then you can write down the quotes better. Well, thank you for the pro tip. Next time I'll yeah. do it. I've been doing this for a while. Not the podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> writing down <laughs> extensive notes about TV shows. There you go. <laughs> Mostly Twin Peaks. Um, anyway. Um, so, yeah, she's kind of looking around. Everything's different. It's like quiet. The The leaves are blowing Mm -hmm. ominously in the wind. Everybody's wearing dark muted colors, which was something that popped out at me. Yes. So she immediately runs into Harmony and her friends. And they're always, they're all like, oh, your look's so daring. Because Cordelia's wearing this bright blue ensemble. Um, And the same dumbass who rejected her earlier. John Lee. John, no, his name is Dumbass. (laughs) But in the episode, it's John Lee. (laughs) just saying i took a note i know it for fact i did too but i chose to ignore his name because he's worthless he is worthless i wanted him to get eaten by a vampire anyway um he's all gaga about cordelia he asked her to the winter brunch which is very strange yeah well he also asked he said that you know i'm sure everybody's already asked you mm-hmm. because she's popular af yep and then it, now it's her turn to reject him and he's just so flustered, like, oh, okay, cool, you'll get back to me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's funny how that all turns around. Uh-huh. They go to class, and half the seats are empty, which is pretty creepy. Yep. Um, the teacher and everyone else is rushing around. Cordelia's just like, oh, yeah, and then he's talking about, uh, you know, next week we have the monthly memorial, which is also very creepy. Yep. 
Lots of creepy things. Lots of creepy things. And um, he wants to get out of there. And yeah. he's like, make sure. Curfew's you, an out in an curfew's hour. Curfew's in an hour. Yep. Cordy's like, I'm in such a good mood, you guys. Can we like go to the bronze? That's not how she sounds. No, kind of is how she sounds. <laughs> she does a little bit. Um, And they're all c- completely horrified. They ask her if it's a, is this a, Harmony says, are, are, you, are you joking? Yeah. And she's like, oh, sorry. The bronze isn't cool in this reality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, she, Which needs is to, just so and she needs to make these minor adjustments. Uh, and they're all like, what is wrong with you? You wear this come bite me outfit. You make jokes about the bronze. You're acting a little schizo. And she's like, oh, you know, I bump my head and keep forgetting stuff. Yep. So good. <laughs> oh, I love Cordelia so much. And then she's leaving school. Oh, wait, no, first. Oh, okay. And she asks Harmony, not that I care. Oh, yeah. But Xander <laughs> Harris, he's miserable, right? And that willow freak he hangs with, not even a blip on the radar. And Harmony's like, well, yeah, they're dead. Dun, dun, dun. And then I don't think Cordelia, although I couldn't tell an emotion from it, I don't think she's happy about that result. She seems very confused by it. She's like, what? That's weird. Like, maybe she doesn't fully believe that they're telling the truth, but who yeah. knows? Oh, maybe it's slang. <laughs> <laughs> they're so nothing, they're, they're so dead. They're so dead. Yeah. <laughs> You're like six feet under. Yeah. And then she leaves the school to an empty parking lot with more leaves blowing. I swear, just nobody rakes when the (laughs) world is ending, right? It's just leaves upon leaves upon leaves. And she freaks out because her car is not there. And she asks the groundskeeper, hey, did you move my car? What are you laughing at? (laughs) (laughs) She's upset. Do I need to set up a microphone for you, Suki? I don't even know where she is. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's the little things. Oh no, we're in a we're in a different reality, Stephanie. We are in a different reality. Um, so Cordelia doesn't have a car because apparently students aren't allowed to drive. Right, which is a groundkeeper tells her that, and you better get home, Sunny. Oh, honey, <laughs> Sunny. Sunny. What's he say? I don't know. I didn't write his line down. I don't care about him. <laughs> he just said you better get home before the sun sets. Oh yeah, he better get inside before the sun sets. That was it um so she's like walking home and everything it's dark it's night now um the cinema was closed everything's closed everything's deserted and then she runs into a much paler xander harris oh i love his entrance you know he comes in and he's like i can see clearly now the drain is on I can see all blood vessels in my way. <laughs> Willow wears leather and wants to eat your face. It's gonna be a bright, 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 bright vampire day. Yeah. I even thought about the lyrics after that, but I'm not gonna. That was a beautiful say. song. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, Looking all around, <laughs> there is a cute human. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> We're gonna have to pay royalties, man. Hey, I changed the lyrics. I know it's true. It's a parody. It's fine. Yes, it is. Um. Anyway, Cordelia's horrified because she's like, Harmony told me you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you got. We gotta find Buffy. She'll find a way to save us. And she'll find a way to save us. And as much as it kills me to admit it, things were better when she was around. That is like a total 360 regret in such a short time. It I'm is, so yeah. proud of Cordy for admitting her mistake. Yeah, well, because, you know, she doesn't have a car. <laughs> yeah. There's curfew. She's getting made fun of for wearing bright colors. Yeah, it's all bad. She's getting told jokes about how Xander's dead. In fact, she says, is this a joke? Yeah. You know, they told me you were dead. Yeah. And then... 
bored now. Willow emerges. Yep. And when she's that wearing sweet, leather sweet leather and a corset. Everybody looks so hot in this episode. They do, yes. In fact, Cordelia says, like, uh, what's with the leather, I believe, in some fashion. Yeah, what's with you two in the leather? <laughs> <laughs> and they're all kind of, like, touchy-feely. And she's like, Play what? Now? I, I wished us into a bizarro land and you guys are still together. I cannot win. <laughs> <laughs> and then Xander vamps out. And Cordy screams and runs away. Yeah, well, he doesn't he say something about uh, he'd give her a head start? Yeah. And Willow says, I love this part. Mm-hmm. You love all the parts. <laughs> yes. And then he goes and chases her and catches her pretty easily. I didn't easily. even write half of these quotes down. I'm just insane. You didn't? No. Oh. I sort of paraphrased them. <laughs> no, I wrote, a, no, I'm just saying the ones that I'm just like snapping at you. It's just because I've memorized these episodes. I've seen them so many times. Oh, so... Oh, so you're showing how you're better than me. Uh-huh. Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> this is the one thing Thank that you. I could have superiority in. I might have to finish my last lyric. <laughs> Look over there. It is Cordelia. <laughs> I used to like her. I want to suck her blood. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, so yeah, they're chasing Cordelia. But then the white hats show up, which are Giles, Oz, Larry, who is a... Sunnydale high student and some girl named Nancy and I checked because I couldn't remember who she was and she's not in any other episode except this one so oh, I, I don't, don't know. even know who Larry was Larry in um, all my notes it's like two people I don't know yeah Larry he's in a bunch of he's like kind of one of those random background characters kind of like Jonathan is in these early seasons where they're just kind of there but so Larry's actually gay okay and he's a football player and he confided in Xander that he was gay but Xander thought Larry was a werewolf so he was like, I understand, man. I've been there because Xander was possessed by hyenas one time. So he was trying to like <laughs> bond with him and try and get him to like feel better about himself. And so Larry thinks Xander's gay. That's <laughs> great. It's great. I love it. I don't, there's nothing about that you can't love. That's, that's fun Larry history. I'm really, I'm really happy that they used him for this. Like even if it's so random that they just like were like, let's find some random people to be on the Giles team. And it was just like, why did they call them white hats? None of them are wearing white hats. Because it's a metaphor or whatever. For? I don't know. They, that's just a Buffy term. It's probably not just a Buffy term. It's like the white hats and the black hats. The black hats are evil. The white hats are good. Oh, the good guys. Okay. It's a Western thing. Mm -hmm. That makes sense now. Mm -hmm. Boy, I feel stupid. Well, you are. Thank you. Just kidding. Totally. Just kidding. Totally killing? Or am I totally stupid? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. Thank you. Um, they take unconscious Cordelia back to their headquarters, which is the Sunnydale Library, which yep. is our lovable Scoobies headquarters. As in do? No, that's what they're called, the Scoobies. Why are they called the Scoobies? Because there's four of them and they solve crime. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So it is like, as in do. Buffy, Xander, Willow, and Giles are the Scoobies. And I think, I think actually Cordelia calls them the Scoobies. I can't remember where the origin of them being called the Scoobies is. It's just been so ingrained into my brain that I'm just, I just call them the Scoobies. Who's Scooby-Doo? Maybe Oz because he's a werewolf. But he can't be. There's four <laughs> humans. It's horrible. <laughs> so then who's uh, the one that's not Scooby-Doo? What? It must be the steak. Or the axe. Mr. Pointy? Sure. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. <laughs> Yeah, and then what's it, what was this dude's name again? Larry. Larry. I'm not talking about these people being no, the White Hats. No, 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 or no, no, the Scoobies. No, 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 I'm talking no, 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 about no. the OG Scoobies. I was getting back on top. Oh, sorry. That was my segue. <laughs> it 
was like <laughs> i failed at your segue it was so professional i just wanted anyway, to keep going and talking about scooby larry was it larry larry said that uh court uh, he knows her because none of none of them know her obviously because she's not well i think giles knew her no giles didn't giles knew that she was a student he really didn't know her though and yeah i know larry he says knows of her it's cordelia it's better to look good than be alive rude yeah you know so apparently Calm down, larry. um cordelia wearing bright colors is not unusual as you know, you know it's not like she got thrust into this reality and then she was wearing bright colors because she was before. Apparently, it's kind of like her thing, maybe. Hmm, maybe. But Harmony seems surprised by her outfit. Well, Harmony's, you know, that, uh, as my mom would I think say, Larry a, a witch with a, a capital D. B. <laughs> I think Larry is just being a butthead. Maybe. Because Cordelia is the stereotypical popular chick. Yep. So, of I mean, course, he's he a football player, though. Mm-hmm. He should be kind of popular. Well, maybe yeah. not in this alternate reality. I'm sure, you know. A uh, city overrun with vampires might have a little I think it less makes the stakes football a fame. The stakes. Oh, <laughs> ah. sorry. <laughs> um. Anyway, then we Will find out Xander the bronze is a vampire head club. Head back to the bronze. Yes. And vampire I, headquarters. That music is great. Yes. So this is a little. So there's a lot of fan theory that there's a woman outside the bronze being eaten suck dry whatever whatever the vampire terminology is and she resembles eliza dushku so everyone was like oh it's faith being eaten by a vampire to show that she's part of this wish verse and if she had come to this universe she would have just been an average girl because she wouldn't have been called yet because right. buffy would have not died yet to create kendra and then kendra wouldn't have died to be create faith anyway interesting it's not her though so chill oh. out everybody so it's a. F- it's just it's a, a f- girl that kind of looks like her. So you're saying it's a wrong fan theory. It is a wrong fan theory. It's just a woman that kind of resembles Faith. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's humans in cages. There's people being eaten all over the place. Some great music playing though. Yeah, great music. Um, the, the cage with a human in it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and we find out that who's running the Sunnydale show, but the master. Yes, and I just adored his whole thing. He offers Willow, or actually offers both of them. Well, you've seen season one, right? Yeah, well, yeah, it's been a long time. Okay, well, you know that the master's from season one. Yes, I do know that. Yes, he was very familiar to me. I I know he was trying to get out of the Hellmouth. He's trapped or something. So that's why I think it's so interesting that. Doesn't he get out at the end of season one? He does, because he kills Buffy. So this is kind of a. um, What's the term? The prophecy doesn't really line up with what happens because the reason he's able to escape the Hellmouth is because he kills Buffy temporarily. Right. So the fact that he's out of the Hellmouth now is kind of weird, I guess. I don't know. Maybe the prophecy changed. He found some changed. other way, I guess, to get out. But yeah, so he, in the season one finale, he bites Buffy and she drowns for a second and then she's revived by Xander. Right. So that's why he's able to escape and then she ends up staking him or whatever. Right. So yeah, I wonder how he was able to get out in this reality. Maybe maybe uh, he never fell in in the first place. Yeah, maybe because of the change, never was a situation. Yeah, who knows? But I li- I enjoyed his uh, offering Xander and uh, and Willow his snack because mm-hmm. <laughs> I've lost my appetite. She keeps looking at me. I'm trying to eat her, and she just keeps looking at me. <laughs> How rude! Yeah. <laughs> and Willow, uh, I must say, Willow looked very 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 aroused by the idea of being able to snack on this girl i think that she's aroused by everything ever in the entire world in this reality because she's the doppelganger 
Mm-hmm. Not only is she not human and vampire, but she's not reserved and just way out there. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, you know, maybe this is what's hidden inside of normal Willow. Maybe. So, yeah, um, back in the first episode of season one, I think it's interesting that interesting that Willow and Xander became vampires because they are lured to the master's chambers, I believe, in the first episode. And then Buffy saves them and their friend Jesse gets turned into a vampire instead. So I think that that's really interesting that they chose to make Willow and Xander vampires because it kind of works with the... The fruit free, okay. Yeah, with what happened in the beginning. Pretty cool. Granted, I feel like they probably wouldn't have been involved in the vampire situation had Buffy not come to Sunnydale, but you know, that's Yeah, fine. well, you know, <laughs> sometimes things just happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I also find interesting that Darla is not in here either, or Jesse, because like Darla was the master's apprentice, basically, like his favorite right. sire, or... So the word sire works both ways sometimes. Well, if he never um, fell in, maybe he never made her. No, no, no. He made her in the 1600s. <laughs> oh. He didn't get. He didn't fall into the, into Sunnydale until like 1902 or something. Maybe like that. she went off to her own thing. Maybe she came back because he fell in. Maybe. You know, we could probably debate this all night. I know. It's just so many possibilities. There's so many. Unless she got killed early on because Angel kills Darla, but he kills Darla for Buffy. So yeah, it's who knows. Yeah. Things are just all screwed up. Craziness. This is Crazy why alternate, alternate realities. Yeah, alternate realities screw everything up. Yeah. You can't follow a thing. <laughs> anyway, they are talking, uh, they're telling the master that Cordy kept talking about Buffy, got to bring Buffy here. And so he's like, oh, is the it, Slayer? She cannot, they're, they can't bring a Slayer here. Go kill her immediately. <laughs> yep. And they're like, okay. Uh, but I love killing people. I just, there was just one scene that, that, that I yes. just enjoyed tremendously during yes. this whole exchange and it was when willow comes back from eating her uh meal and uh as i put in my notes uh, she comes back uh sucking her fingers as if she had just eaten a bucket of fried chicken <laughs> <laughs> so delicious i know yeah so like what good. was she <laughs> why was she using her fingers anyway whatever willow to you know their own to get that little bit of that uh human skin taste off of her fingers Ugh. so tasty gross <laughs> maybe she was and i don't never mind i don't want to, <laughs> i don't want to go into it <laughs> so cordelia finally wakes up and she's alone in the library with giles and she tells giles that he has to find buffy and why the heck would he be there and buffy's not because he's her watcher and he's like how do you know i'm a watcher i, I never told, told anyone that <laughs> sorry i ha- cannot resist doing the giles voice it's good it's good thank you and it's all very bad, and the world is different, and he has to get Buffy and fix it. And then he goes into his big library cage to go get his books, and then he gets locked into his cage. Yep. By Willow. Those darn kids. And Xander, who has grabbed Cordelia and covered her face. And he's like, so you're a watcher, huh? Watch this. And then Willow and Xander feast on Cordelia and kill her immediately. Yep. Well, they probably take their time enjoying it a little bit, but... Well, they showed the whole thing. They did. It was... It was a good 25, 30 seconds. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a limb and say I think Cordelia wished poorly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> you, sometimes you just need practice. Yeah, for it's sure. Not like, you know, it's not, she didn't open a genie, that's for sure. She would have had two more chances to correct those problems. Uh-huh. I do find it interesting, like, you're saying it was like a 25, 30 second scene of Giles watching them kill cordelia so it's two vampires on one body yep so sometimes when people eat people some vampires eat people it's like five seconds and they're dead immediately and then there's that scene 
in season three later on when Angel, I'm just going on random Buffy tangents, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. where Angel is poisoned and he has to feed on a slayer to heal himself. He's snacking on Buffy for like two minutes. Yeah. And she's fine. I mean, she's not fine, fine, but she lives. Well, maybe most vampires can't control themselves and they just go nuts. I'm just saying, like, there are some people who are dead in five seconds. Cordelia dead in 25 seconds. Buffy, she's a slayer, granted. I don't feel like she would have more blood than the average person. Probably not. So. Maybe she's kind of like the Flash and she just heals faster. Well, she does heal faster. She does heal faster. So maybe the fact that she heals faster, maybe she makes red blood cells like way (laughs) faster. I think they just wanted to see how... I think that Angel feasting on Buffy was just kind of sexy, so I think they just wanted to go on for a long well, time. It's definitely sexy. I it mean, was pretty sexy. We can't say it wasn't. I mean, but yeah, I love that scene. But they were anyway. definitely enjoying her. I, yeah, I might have been long on my prediction of the time. I really don't know. It's no, not like, it was a while. It's not like I pulled out a stopwatch and said, "Oh yeah." It was a significant amount of time because, for example, when Angel loses his soul, he leaves the there's like a prostitute, talk, a sex worker, excuse me, talking yes. to him on the street. And he's like, he vamps out immediately and he like bites her for a second and drops her and she's dead. And you're like, well, it's because, oh. you know, he went, he went just straight Hoover on her. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be what it is, right? Yeah, I guess he was like, yeah, <laughs> she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. This tasty, tasty beverage. <laughs> okay. That was my random tangent. Um, <laughs> so. Giles breaks out of the cage. Yes. Checks on Cordelia and then Oz and what's his name? Larry. Larry come back and say that Nancy, when we finally figure out her name. (laughs) Nancy's dead. Like, who cares really? Caught out, caught outside. Yeah. She got caught. They caught them outside and Larry and Oz got away, but they killed Nancy. Hit them outside. That's what he said. Yeah. We got hit outside. Um, and then, so they're like, let's take her to the incinerator. Like again. No, 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 no. Giles says, take her to the incinerator. Okay. And when they pick her up, that's when he notices the that pendant. the pendant is like, whoa, hold on. Hi, Suki. You want to be in the podcast? <laughs> you going to meow right into the microphone? Come here. No, you're just going to jump? Okay. So, yeah. So, he tells him to take it, and that's when he notices the pendant mm-hmm. and takes it. Yep. My, fa- <laughs> My favorite line from this is Oz saying... Well, Giles is saying what, explaining what Cordelia was talking about with Buffy and the. There's no good way to grab her from where no, she's at. No, she's in a very. She's like right behind my microphone. She's perched very precariously. I wanted to talk. Suki. <laughs> Hi. No, she won't be having any of Maybe that. Maybe she'll stand here and talk. She just wants to be a part. Do I, have to, do I have to set up a mic for you next time, Suki? Probably. So what were you, what were you saying? Um, Sorry. So yeah, Giles tells. Oz and Larry, what Cordelia was talking about, about bringing the Slayer here and how the world was different. And Oz says, so she wished for something? Well, if it was a long, healthy life, she should get her money back. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very good line. It was a very good line. Meanwhile, back at the bronze, it's daytime and Willow is bored. So she wants to go play with her puppy. Yes. Because the master's very proud of her and Xander for their good work of killing Cordelia, so she gets the keys to the puppy cage. Yep. And, and then who is the puppy? It's Angel. Aww, poor, he poor is a puppy. Angel. He apparently has a soul, too. He does. Because so, he never uh, boned Buffy, so yep. he's fine. So uh, he, never, he, he never met Buffy. He's quite broken. 
I must say, like very scared. And He's scared. He's covered in scars. Yep. Well, you know, when you play with a puppy, like vampires do so often, it's mm-hmm. not a good thing, I would imagine. Yep. So Willow is, this is her like fun torture time. Yep. She straddles him and drags sharp objects across his skin mm-hmm. and... And then And they Xander, do not practice fire safety at all. No, Xander comes in and tosses a lit match onto his chest, which seems to be something that happens frequently given all the, the marks. scars on yep. his on Angel's beautiful bare chest. <laughs> <laughs> you wow. can stare at Willow. I can at least enjoy some angel time. <laughs> I, well, I I you know I did make comments about Cordelia. Yes, and Cordelia. Give me some give me the angel. You can have all the angel you want. Thank you. And Giles, because he looks very cute in that sweater. But uh, anyway, and he's all scruffy. I liked Willow's little comment. <laughs> hey, careful! You almost, almost hit my hair. hair. <laughs> so bad of her. And then Xander is like weirdly sexual about it too. Where he's like, "I just want to watch you go." And I'm like, "Xander, stop! It's yeah. so weird. Please it, don't be. It is weird. Please don't be so scandalous. I can't deal with it." But he's evil. He's a black hat. He is a black hat. So yeah, while heading home. Well, I guess Giles is making calls to Cleveland, which is where the other Hellmouth is located. And this is another fun fact that um, this is the first time we find out that there is another Hellmouth, and it's in Cleveland. We did get a little a little uh, Easter egg to what was going to come later before all the puppy stuff, because um, the master is enjoying a little blood espresso. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's before Keurig was out, but it was like an espresso machine, <laughs> and it was blood. And he had a little espresso class, you know. It was like a shot. His pinky out. Yeah. So, so, so right with his etiquette. <laughs> um, but yes, Giles is on the phone with another watcher in Cleveland. He doesn't even know where his slayer is. He's a bad watcher. He's bad at his job. Yeah. To- horrible. And <laughs> He's like, well, if you see her... <laughs> Um, so yeah, while heading home, Giles sees a bunch of vampires rounding up some humans for the master's factory plant thing that we'll get to later. And he goes out to help and he gets nearly knocked out, as Giles does. Yep. And But he is saved because the Slayer has arrived in Sunnydale. Yes, with a nice new beautiful scar that goes from her top lip to her bottom lip. Oh, she looks so cute. And... She's got a long braid. She's got lots of muted colors on in combat boots, and she's all hardcore and spitting on her boots and stuff. Yep, emotionless. I want to cosplay Wish Buffy. She's so cute. We can do that. Okay. We'll make you a scar prosthetic. That's what I want. I want the scar mainly. That's really all I care about <laughs> is right. the cool scar. We'll do it. <laughs> I just want to know, how did she get that scar? I have so many questions about Wish versus Buffy. It was probably a knife. Oh, maybe it was a fang. Maybe she just like barely got out of the way. What if she was smooching another vampire and he got too excited? She would never cheat on Angel. (laughs) How dare you? She doesn't even know him. (laughs) Then how can she cheat on him? I don't know. Something about fate. Yeah. You gotta trust your fate. (laughs) And be Irish (laughs) or Scottish. Whatever whatever it is. Angel has the worst Irish accent of anyone ever in television. Just FYI. In what? When he does his flashbacks, really, he does an Irish accent, and it's the worst. Oh, well, it's because he's not Irish. Yep, it's horrible. It's so bad. Well, it's you my know. favorite because it's so bad. Y'all can't be winners. Yeah. Anyway, he takes Buffy back to his apartment. That sounds more scandalous than it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then he finds the uh, 
He finds out that the green necklace belongs to a demon named Anyanka who grants wishes and to destroy or to reverse whatever she did is you have to destroy her power center. Right. And they're like, what is her power center? And he's like, I don't know. And Buffy's <laughs> like, I must take her. And Giles is like, she's not a vampire. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many things that'll kill. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> she's not wrong. It's such a great line. Uh, <laughs> um, Buffy also has some other great lines where they're kind of discussing what, what the plan's going to be. And she's like, you're taking an awful lot on faith here, Jeeves. Yeah. <laughs> you're correct. Giles. Correct, yeah. Kill the bad fairy, destroy the bad fairies, power center, whatever, and all the troubles go away. The world is what it is. We fight, we die. Wishing doesn't change that. That's beautiful. He says, I have to believe in a better world. Oscar. And she says, thank you. Give I'd like to Emmy. thank the Academy. Yes. <laughs> and she says, go ahead. I have to live in this one. Yep. Which is so, I don't know. I just think it's so interesting how it's like very meta because they're like aware of the different universe, but are still just accepting of it at the same time. How do you I feel mean like, by aware of? Like Giles is, he believes that they are in a different universe. Like he believes there is a different. Because he believes Cordelia's from yeah. a different Okay. So I, I think, get it. I feel like it's so different than a lot of other alternate universe kinds of things where they're not aware that they, that's what they are. But there's always somebody that has that link. Yeah. So this is just a situation where Cordelia, where he believed, like without a doubt believed her. There was mm-hmm. no questioning it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in this. Which part of it is, it is probably just taking it on faith because yep. it Sometimes. is a really terrible world that they're Sometimes in. Sometimes you gotta have faith. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you went and the Limp Biscuit route. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> not the Frank Sinatra route. Not the Frank Sinatra. No, no, no. No, no. It's a little early for my uh, times and, uh, you know, <laughs> the Limp Biz kit kind of speaks to me sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, well, she makes a snarky comment about, you know where he is, and you haven't gone to kill him? him. (laughs) You guys are pathetic. She doesn't say that, but that is her tone. That is her tone. And Giles says, we have tried, and a lot of people have died. Which sounds pretty true, considering his team of White Hats is pretty tiny. Yep. All three of them now. Yeah. Um, so... So anyway, she goes there, and she finds Angel. Yes. And Angel knows her. Angel can't believe she's finally there because he was told, like, he had a destiny and it was to meet Buffy in Sunnydale. And she never came. Oh. So then the destiny hasn't changed. Yeah. How do you explain the master? It's weird. I don't know. I'm just assuming somebody else got him out somehow. There were several different apocalypses. Apocalypses. Apocalypsi. Apocalypse Eye that kinds of that kind of happened throughout season one that were ways to get him out of the hellmouth. So it's possible that it was just um, one of those. She, yeah, most likely. Like they had the anointed one or the annoying one, as Spike called him. The but kid. Like the little boy. Yep. I think he was supposed to be one of the conduits to getting the master out. Right. I remember that. So maybe that's kind of how it started. Well, you never know. Who knows? Oh, and then there was the, the when you don't have first a vamp- episode, the harvest episode. Yeah. Welcome to the Hellmouth slash the Harvest. Well, when you have a when you don't have a vampire slayer there stopping you yeah. from doing things, so there's a there's lot a of better chance you're going to succeed earlier. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this one way. Exactly. That was an alternate reality. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "I can take you to the master. 
And then while she's leaning over to undo his shackles, he recoils at her cross. Yep. And she's like, God damn it. <laughs> yep. She didn't use those words, I don't think. She said, you got to be kidding me. Yes, exactly. And but, he says, you can trust me. You can trust me. I want him dead just as much as you. And then he rips open his shirt to show his beautiful, majestic chest. Oh, wait. No, sorry. His very, yes. very injured and burned chest. I mean, she was pretty much salivating either way. Really? Uh-huh. I, no. Yeah. No. Buffy. Buffy lacked emotion this entire fake world. I mean, she was like, just, she was... She was hard. She was major pain. She was there to do a job and to kill all the turds. And, you know, and you should sleep with her eyes open and the whole bit. And she was all business, no pleasure. All fuss, no muss. You know what that means. When you're all business, no pleasure, Buffy ain't a fun girl. True. She needs those Scoobies to help her. She does. She needs her friends. Her friends humanize her. It's true. Which is kind of interesting because going back to the very beginning of this episode, she says, thank God you guys were here. Yep. So it's just like, oh, oh, now she's then she like, would have gotten choked by the Cthulhu demon. Yeah. <laughs> or Cthulhu. Or Cthulhu demon. We'll figure it out one day. <laughs> Send us your thoughts on this very important <laughs> issue. <laughs> yes. All complaints go to... <laughs> At Stephanie plus Verb on Twitter. And, yeah, uh, that's the wrong one. So yeah, please send it there. Okay. Oops. It's just Steph. Well, you know. There's not enough characters for Stephanie. Mind my blown. Twitter I just learned name. something. In my Twitter. I tried Stephanie plus Verb, but wow, the Twitter username would not allow that long of So it's a limited... Name. I suppose they have to limit their uh, names is just like they limit the amount of characters you can put in a tweet. Right. Um, anyway. Yes. Um. The master is at his factory. He has his great plan for mass production of blood. Yep. Which I actually think is a very stupid plan. If I was a vampire, I don't think I'd be on board with this. Yeah, I don't think it's that he has a plan for mass production of blood. He shouts, mass production. Yes, but it's for a different reason altogether. Yes. What is that? He's trying to bring the class back to vampires. <laughs> oh, of course. Because With he thinks. Espresso yeah, because well, he went. Yeah, yeah, and his pinky out and the whole thing. But he, he even. I think he made a comment about how their, their, their past history is so vile and just, yeah. just, just. I don't know. Uh, what's what am I looking for? It's just oh something. Violent. I don't know. I can't even. No, not even that. It's just it's just like you know, it's the dark ages and that and that vampires should be more refined. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the good things in life. You know, be able to pull up next to somebody on the uh, autobahn and ask them if they have. Excuse me, but do you have any gray poupon <laughs> to smear on my blood? I don't know <laughs> to mix with my blood. I need I need some gray poupon for my blood goblet, please. I just think that if I was a vampire, I feel like half the fun is like the hunt and the kill. And if you just watch your victim die on like a shoot. He's bored. I guess he's been alive for like thousands, yeah. maybe not thousands. Yeah. I remember when the vampire was He just, was he born, just wants to, you know. He's old enough to have a bat face, so. He wants to Netflix and chill, yo. He does. I mean, if I was as old as him, and I probably wouldn't be quite as into the hunt and kill anymore, and I probably would just want someone to bring me a goblet of blood while I... As you put it, Netflix and chill. Exactly. And order and, people around. And we already, and it's, it's, I mean, he, he gets bugged out by the girl looking at him when he's trying to eat yeah. her. So yeah, that's, that it all tracks. He wants to refine. He doesn't want to look at his victim. He just wants right. the blood delivered straight to him. Yeah, exactly. See, there you go. I we figured it, makes, it out. I guess it makes sense. But 
from my lowly vampire perspective, I would just be like, eh, all right, but I'm going to go outside and find someone because that's more fun. Yep, yep. So meanwhile, Jal is a summoning on Yanka and we'll get to that. But first, while enjoying his chalice of blood, Buffy steps into the room, sneak, sneaks in with Angel mm-hmm. and aims her crossbow yep. and fires. And the master, without skipping a beat, puts Xander in the way. It's great. <laughs> Catching him in the shoulder, so it's not a kill shot. But Yep. And then Willow's like, uh-oh, puppy got out. <laughs> She's very excited about that. <laughs> oh, Willow, Willow tickles begins. me the whole time. It's and I'm going to tell you, this whole scene, this whole sequence makes me very emotional. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is it because of the music? The music, the slow-mo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone killing each other. It's really yeah. upsetting. That 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 void of, of all emotion look on Buffy's face. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. So the first big thing that happens in this fight is that Xander stakes Angel to death. Yep. And Buffy just like walks through his cloud of dust well, without any care. Angel saved Buffy. He got in the way. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. And, and, then and goes, Xander pulls the pulls the bow out of his shoulder and stakes angel and he's like buffy and then buffy's like i don't know you and she just walks right through it and i'm like no this is so sad this is so upsetting it hurts me deeply buffy's just like i have no idea who you are and i do not care i just want She's like, I just want to steak and bake. Guy, whatever. She has, yeah, it's just so sad because she has no relationship with any of these people and it's so sad. No, she's just cold. It's so sad. I made a note. Like, how did she just like the whole scene? It's just like just stone, yeah. stoic face of her murdering everybody she comes in contact with. It's so sad. Yeah, I know. And then the next thing that happens is she's fighting Xander and then she stakes Xander, her best friend. And yep. it's so sad. And then Oz. And then Oz grabs Willow and Oz stakes her. <laughs> I hate it. It makes me so sad. All these loves dying. Um, and then so yeah, while this is all happening, we keep flashing back to Giles, who's facing off against Anyanka, and while everyone's murdering each other, her necklace starts to glow, and Giles somehow she got it back. I don't know how she got it back. Whatever. No, Giles had it. Oh wait! I know, but she was wearing it when she appeared, so it must have just maybe that's why. Maybe she that's how it works. Yes, yeah, you give it to the person, and then, it goes, and then in the alternate reality, she you just get had you it. get a replacement. <laughs> yeah, sure. So now there's well, two. Well, everyone's old wish isn't always an alternate reality. They didn't. That doesn't track at all. They 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 goofed up. Is what they did. Like this is probably on some reel somewhere about world's biggest. Because yeah, Giles had the necklace, but when Anya appears, she has it on. I think she does. Yeah. Whatever. And do you nice. know what I do to men who summon me? <laughs> a good impression. Um, so it glows and he realizes it must be the power center. So then he takes it back. Even yep. though he already had it. Right, right, right. Yep. Um, and she's like, no, you trusting fool. How do you know the, other, the real world is any better than this? And Giles goes, because it has to be. And then... <laughs> Guys, I should just reenact the whole episode. Stephanie's just gonna win everything. <laughs> She's gonna have whatever the BAFTA next is coming. I'm gonna get the the egot. There you go. You're gonna get the egot <laughs> for this one podcast. Uh huh. So Buffy is facing off against the master, and they're fighting and fighting. And then he grabs her head and he snaps her neck yep. just as Giles smashes the gem. Yep. And then it. The alternate universe fades away. 
And we're back to Cordelia saying, Buffy Summers. (laughs) And Anya going, Done. Done. Or maybe blah, 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 blah. And she goes, I didn't write down any She's of like, those. She's I like, wish, I wish Xander Harris would never feel the touch of a woman or something. Done. And I hope tomorrow morning, I wish Willow wakes up covered in monkey hair. Done. <laughs> and she's like, why isn't it working? Yeah. And so Cordelia's just like, la, la, la. Just, she feels good just like getting this rant out. I feel like it's kind yep. of healing for it's her. It's one after another after yeah. another. And then you see Buffy and Xander, Buffy, Xander and, Willow and Willow on the and bench. they're so happy and yeah. everything's fine. All friendly like. They're friends and neither of them, none of, nobody was murdered. And Anya's annoyed. Yeah. So yeah, it was a good episode. The end. I really enjoyed it. It's one of the best ones, I think. It's one of my favorite all-time episodes. Until the next one. That will be another one of your favorite all-time episodes. No. I <laughs> no. <laughs> I like 99% of the episodes. <laughs> There's those two, though. Can't handle them. There are two. Wow. <laughs> don't like them it's at all. It's not that I don't... Dis- okay, so there's this episode in season six where it's just a bad episode. It's like, I don't want to talk about it. It's a bad episode. Warren yeah. and his ex-girlfriend and Buffy thinks she's... Buffy beats shit out of Spike and... Her time gets all wonky and she thinks she killed Warren's girlfriend. Anyway, it's a really bad episode. I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. And Uh, then there's another one somewhere. There's, so I really, so it's not that I don't like the episode. It's called Listening to Fear. I just recently watched it because it's season five. Uh Uh-huh. I like the episode. I don't like the demon that is that is in it. It's an alien, technically. It's okay. called a queller demon. Yeah. And it looks like this little slug thing. Right. And its purpose is to kill crazy people. Okay. To quell crazy. Yeah. So it spits out a bunch of goo on your face. Yeah. And it like literally suffocates you to death. Right. And it's just really gross. And it's like Buffy's mom is really sick at the time. Yeah. And she's going kind of crazy. And it just like is really upsetting to watch Joyce be all crazy and this like gross slug demon. It's horrible. Trying to murder her. And life finds a way. That's, I, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, the spitting just reminded me of Uh Jurassic Park. It might also be because on the episode of they were talking about Jurassic Park, Jabra- Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park, yeah, Jurassic no, Park, Jurassic. and I'm looking at a the T Rex T Rex lamp, one of so. the fifty T Rexes around my apartment. I love them all. Um, yeah. So I have some questions for you, Brad. Do you know? I'm already hit me. Let's be still. Let's be silly with this. Not get too <laughs> serious. because so. this could be a very serious question. We just won't get into it. Okay. So in a silly way. Yes. What wish would you make to Anya? What vengeance would you seek? Vengeance. Oh, it has to be vengeance. Well, she's a venge- She's a vengeance demon. Oh. So okay. she. That's why she targets not targets. Vengeance. She targets the exes of scorned women. Well, I'm not a woman. It doesn't matter. You can still have vengeance. All right, my vengeance would be against allergies. <laughs> You want to, what is your wish? <laughs> I wish yeah. there were no allergies. <laughs> My allergies don't exist anymore. <laughs> it's simple. Okay. It'd be easy because I'm allergic to cats and dogs and although Sookie's cool with me. And yeah. I'm cool with her. It's like, you know, I like yeah. animals and it's sometimes it's just like I can't breathe and that's not fun. Yeah. Breathing is a necessary thing breathing for life, I hear. Yeah. Kind of need it. Mm-hmm. What would you wish for? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think about it. <laughs> Oh, this is a one-way street. I was like, Brad I was going to ask Bradley's questions. Brad puts all his feelings out on the internet, and then Stephanie doesn't have to do anything. His deep allergy feelings. Yes. Oh, I want to have vengeance against them. I want vengeance against house centipedes. There you go. That's a good one. Because I 
Because I know, they eat spiders, they're good for you, whatever. No, they're creepy. I don't care. (laughs) I'd rather have a spider in my house than a house centipede. (laughs) House centipede. Okay. Cool. I wish house centipedes would stay out of my house (laughs) forever for any house I ever live in. (laughs) Then in our alternate reality, we would all die because it'd be arachnophobia. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like a couple weeks ago, a house centipede. I crawled up behind my TV and I hit it and it fell down and it was still alive and I don't know where it went. It's gone forever. Well, he probably sustained some really bad injuries, has a concussion and probably died because he fell asleep. Good. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I feel about that. (laughs) After one fell into the sink in front of me one time while I was getting ready in the morning, I was like, I'm done with you guys. Yep. Gotta murder them all. Kill them all. Yeah. There's no spiders here. No. Spiders are better. After they're dead, there'll be spiders here. That's fine. Okay. I just, I don't want to kill all house centipedes. I just wish for them, for none to be in my house ever. Okay. We have this very weird <laughs> obsession with you and centipedes. <laughs> it's because somebody moved in above me, or someone moved out and someone moved in, so they all came to my apartment, and I had no centipedes here for the last <laughs> two and a half years until these last couple weeks. <laughs> it's horrible. It's the curse set upon you. And then, well, then a few months ago, I had the bees. I don't know why there were so many bees in my apartment. <laughs> so many weird bee things. I guess they were technically wasps, but yeah, well, bees you know. are bees sound cuter. Sookie needs friends. Yeah. Anyway. What's our next question? So Buffy verse lays out several different alternate universes. Right, like there Stars is Hollow. The <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a Gilmore Girls universe. <laughs> They're not in the same universe. We already know that. The oh, dudes, that's right. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. It's all connected. So there is the world without shrimp. There's the world with nothing but shrimp. Shrimp heaven. Shrimp heaven now. <laughs> There's the world of trolls. Yeah. These are just some that I'm remembering. What oh. What alternate universe would you like to try out? It doesn't have to be one of those, but just any alternate universe. The, what would that have something that I would want? Yeah. For me or for just doesn't have in to general? be with or without anything in particular. Just well, I guess maybe. But superheroes. A superhero universe? I think that would be awesome. So you want to live in like the a Marvel movie or something? Yeah, why not? What power would you want? Or do you want to <laughs> do you want to be a superhero or just want to live in that universe? I, I, I would like to be a superhero. And I think I would like the power of having a lot of money. So yeah, Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you. Cause then I could have my Tesla. Sweet. You could probably make your own Tesla. I could. If you were like no, Iron Man, because he's no, like a No, I would just want a Tesla. You know, I would make it drive around because it'd have the Iron Man suit. So mm. I'd like tell my Tesla to go somewhere just so it was there in case I needed it. Yeah. I could go without the shrapnel in my body, though. I mean, he gets that fixed eventually, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you gotta live all that time. There's that scary the poison. Scene of putting the thing in your chest. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, Who wants that? Nobody. That's the answer. Nobody wants that. But the money, I wouldn't mind the money. Money, yeah. I don't think I'd be as big of a playboy as him, but, you know, <laughs> you never know. Yeah. I want to live in, I don't know. I would say maybe the Buffyverse so that I could be Buffy. I want to be a slayer. But then you'd have every vampire and demon after you. But I'm a slayer, so it's fine. And you've already got the weapon hanging on your mm-hmm. wall. Exactly. You need to sharpen it up a bit. Yep. Because right now only the steak side does the steak business. I mean, yeah. the other side's a great blunt object. It is a very blunt object. Yeah, and it's I heavy. Beat the shit out of someone with that. Well, yeah, or knock their head off or something. One time I came home and 
all the blinds were down and I thought there was like a murder hiding in my apartment. So, so the you first can... thing I did was grab my scythe. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then I checked all the closets and there were no murderers. But nice. I don't know why all my blinds were down. It was creepy. Anyway. Do we have another one? If you found yourself in some terrible alternate universe, like, you know, if Donald Trump was president, for example, oh, would you? <laughs> I knew it was a dream. No, I'm trying. <laughs> and had the chance to go to, back to a world that you didn't know anything about, like you didn't know it was going to be better or if it was going to be worse. Would you take that chance? If the world was as bad as this episode, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's be a trusting fool like Giles. Well, you know, if a Cordelia came up and told me that things are better and was like, if somebody like me, I came up to you like, Brad, oh my God, I made this dumb wish. Yeah. And now we're in this terrible world. Yeah. Uh, you just got to find a way to go back. Yeah, I would totally do it. You'd be like, damn it, Stephanie, what did you do? <laughs> I might, you know, I'd be like, let's party. And then, you know, things bad would happen. And then I would be like, oh, well, yep, let's go kill this power. Mm-hmm. That's all my questions. Cool. We've I, had, we've I had beer all, during this episode. I already read all my trivia things. I'm not seeing. See, it worked out perfectly. I did it throughout the episode. I didn't even realize that. I did want to say that the that the uh, destiny, not the destiny, the prophecy. That's the word. Yeah. That um, Buffy is foretold to be killed. The master. Oh my god, words. I like wrote a sentence, and I'm just like not reading the sentence. <laughs> In. Uh, in the original, Buffy is killed by the master as foretold in the Pergamum Codex. Okay. I just wanted to say Pergamum Codex. And he killed her in this one, too. And he kills her. But it didn't matter because he was already out of the Hellmouth and that was his whole jam. Yeah, but he still killed her. Mm-hmm. Just goes to show, though, one prophecy is always going to be there. Eventually, he's going to get his payoff. True. So I would like to say, before we close out, something mm-hmm. I would love to do at the end of um, these episodes is share our listeners doppelganger or twin stories okay um you've got so, one yes no i don't have one. Oh, i'm just saying from okay. now on i would love to do that oh so if people have so doppel- yeah if you have any weird or funny doppelganger stories or like someone is convinced you look like some random person they know or you just have, have like one. a weird twin i thing. actually have one i have a doppelganger Hold on, i'm not story. done with my, oh, <laughs> my oh, spiel sorry. i didn't mean to <laughs> didn't mean to steal your thunder. I'm i'm making an ad right now <laughs> Go. If you've had any weird or funny experiences with someone that looked like you or with someone who thought you were someone else or weird twin hijinks, please send those to cdoublepodcast at gmail.com. Beautiful. Thank you. I enjoyed that immensely. <laughs> I put on a little ad voice. Do you want me to tell mine now? Please do. I'll tell, I'll tell one of mine too. I, this didn't happen to me, but I did read it in a Facebook group I'm in. Well, it's, it's about me. Oh, okay. It's not like I've ever seen my own dog. I've never... Personally, I've never seen a doppelganger of myself. Mm. However, I did uh, in a group, uh, a friend of mine said that he saw a guy that was cross-dressed and he could have swore it was me. (laughs) Now, I know it's not me because I'm in Illinois and he's in Minnesota, but apparently there is a cross-dressing me in Minnesota, which makes me wonder what kind of dresses he wears because it can be cold up there at times. Mm. True. It's very cold right now. I think it's like blizzarding up there. Well, you know, it is the north. It is the north. It was, but it's like January 22nd. Yeah, and? And it was like 50 degrees earlier, and it was raining. Here? It was weird. I know. We're it, kind of north. This year, we get the nice weather, because last year, I swear to God, Minnesota's weather was warmer every time. Ours was bone-chilling cold. Well, good. We deserve it more. Just kidding, Minnesota. No, we don't. Um, What's yours? Mine is 
One time I was walking on the street and I had my headphones in and I was waiting at the light and this guy came up to me like super excited and he was like, oh my God, hi. And I pulled my <laughs> headphones out, my earbuds, and I was like, "Yeah, hi. Yeah. And he was like, it's me, Joey. And I was like, what? And <laughs> he's like, from the other night at the club. And I'm like, what? Because <laughs> I don't go to the club, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm a lay on my couch with my cat and watch Netflix kind of person. Yep. And he was just like so convinced that I was at the club. And he was like, we had so much fun. We danced, remember? And I was like, no. no. I was also, I live Twin in Boys Town, which is um, the, the hip gay neighborhood of Chicago. So this was like a very, uh, this was like a gay guy. And he was very fun and silly. Um, but he was just like so convinced that. I just didn't want people to think that like he was hitting on me or something. This was just a friendly thing that happened. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> you know what that means the night prior? What? He might have been seeing double. <laughs> what? That's both a drunk joke and a podcast joke. <laughs> Good job. A really bad one. That you already made the first episode. It's like a bad joke. <laughs> Coming back to you again. Um. So I was just like, I'm sorry. I don't remember who you are. And he was like, how can you not remember? Like. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. Like, I don't know. And then the light changed. So I put my earbuds back in, but I didn't press play on whatever I was listening to. And I heard him, like, look up at his friend. And he was like, I can't believe she doesn't remember. And he was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> so either I have a doppelganger out there who's uh-huh. going clubbing all the time, yep. or I'm having, like, a fight club type scenario where yep. I think I'm going to bed and actually I'm going out clubbing all night. Really? And maybe that's why I'm so tired all the time. Or maybe you've just been cloned. I mean, the clone thing. I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah. Of anything, course not monitor. Anything notable in your medical history <laughs> I need to know about? <laughs> Brad's my monitor, just so everyone knows. It's a lie. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh-huh. Much like the cake, it's a lie. <laughs> there is no cake here, so indeed. So anyway, I would like to, uh, since we're on our way out here, um, yes, please. say number one, just checking in stats, we have 104 downloads and Woohoo! since, you know, that's two weeks. Is that good? I don't that's know. All, I don't know if that's good either. Good. I, I'm excited. I think we need to go I celebrate. was really excited about when we hit 69 twice. Because <laughs> I'm five. Nice. Nice. And um, what else? Oh, um, you should email us at cdoublepodcast. Email us at cdoublepodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at cdoublepod. Also, please rate and review on iTunes. Only yes. Nick has done that and he's gonna start forcing all of you to do it because he's a man mean person he's so mean you should know this from the three episodes you've listened to (laughs) that we're gonna talk about him all the time for his horribleness but i keep telling him that no one else has and he's getting very mad and he's like what it takes two minutes you guys hey it took like two three days for his to show up anyway it's true but i also have harassed everyone on twitter so way to go still none have shown up besides his people will but you know I don't want to harass you guys, so just do it. Thank you. <laughs> I have a lot of beer here. I'll give you a beer if you want. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to bribe <laughs> bribe you to <laughs> rate and review. <laughs> also, subscribe. Also, tell your friends. Woohoo. Yep. Yeah. Good times. You are the way that we will uh, pass the word around. And I think it's pretty good. Someone, some random person I don't even know told us we were charming as hell. That's sweet. So I thought that was cute. Oh. That's awesome. And we vibe well, I guess. And I was like, oh, yeah, probably because we're friends. Yeah, you know, that friend thing. And sometimes it makes things work great. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, thank you for listening. 
we will see you next week. I'm sure Stephanie will post what uh, we're going to do next week at some point this we're week. We're going to do Black Mirror next week. Ooh. That's a thing I have not watched yet at all, Good. so this will be great. We're going to do USS Callister, but I will also post it about it, too. Nice. I'm gonna that's have a fun to, episode. That's the long one, right? I mean, it's relatively long. It's like an hour, a little over an hour long. Longer than all the other ones you had up on your screen that day. True. Most of them are about 50 minutes. You know what this means? I have to watch it first through for entertainment purposes for myself, and then I got to watch it again and take notes. I might have to use my computer this time. I'm so dedicated, or I'm so proud of your dedication to your homework. Well, you know, I, you know, I want, I, I need to watch it first for my own. Yes. You know, fun watching. That's what I used to do when I blogged. Well, yeah. I still blog technically. It's just been a while. Sorry. But, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, then I need to do the homework one. Cause you mm-hmm. know, when you're, you don't want to stop a show that you might be enjoying midstream to finish typing a sentence. That's true. It's uh, yeah. Thankfully I've watched everything that we've talked about so far a million times. So I kind of go in right on the notes. So Yet I will more be doing proof that, that it wasn't you at the club having all that fun. <laughs> Cause I watched too much stuff. <laughs> Well, okay, yeah, I'm gonna stop babbling. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. I'm Stephanie Kretz. I'm Bradford Barth, and that is Sookie. She is pacing, <laughs> wanting us to end. Like, so, please stop. We've okay. got to go. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye.